and welcome to the Movies Past and Present Podcast. It's May 1st, 2020, and this is episode 44. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just on my blog, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope you're all safe and well and still hanging in there as we're dealing with with, uh, this COVID-19 pandemic. This episode, again, is focused on movies you can watch at home. And really, this is mostly just going to be a Disney Plus episode. I love the Disney Plus streaming service. I'm a big Disney fan. I think they've got a lot of really great content on there. And so I want to talk uh, on the podcast today about some new films that are that are going to be coming to the service here during the first week of May, and then some random films uh, on, on Disney Plus that hopefully you and your families might enjoy, and possibly films that you might not have considered watching or even really knew about. Okay, so first up, uh, new on Disney Plus this week, I've, I'm really happy to... Uh, talk about this one in particular on on today on May first. Disney Plus is going to start streaming The Princess Bride uh, from 1987. Now, this is not a Disney princess <laughs> movie. Uh, it's a it's a comedy from 20th Century Fox, and you know now that Disney owns Fox, they've been putting some more of the uh, family friendly titles from the Fox Library. Uh, on Disney Plus, so like for example, The Sound of Music is available on Disney Plus. The great uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein musical with Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer. Uh, again, that's not a Disney film, but isn't it wonderful to be able to you know have it on the Disney Plus service? So, The Princess Bride, uh, made in nineteen seventy seven, excuse me, nineteen eighty seven, directed by Rob Reiner. I just, I really think that it's a, it's it's a perfect movie. It is. So funny and so charming, and uh, perfectly cast, perfect in uh, just every decision to me. Just it, it seems perfect. So the uh, if you're not familiar with the premise, it's 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 uh, well, it's based on a book by written by director or excuse me by screenwriter William Goldman, and William Goldman was the one who dra- who adapted. The book for uh, the screenplay too. He's a very good and very famous screenwriter. But this the book is really it, it's a grandpa, a modern day grandpa reading a story to his grandson who is home from school sick, and uh, it's a book that the grandpa loves and and uh, it's the grandpa in the film is played by Peter Falk. And it's, uh, anyway, he's, he's perfect. But then, then it goes to tell this, this, this fanciful story about, a um, it's ultimately about a pirate falls in love with this prince, falls in love with this woman who's, who's gets betrothed to, uh, an evil king. <laughs> this goes on and on, but so quotable, uh, just it's just one of these movies that's it's it's pure delight. It stars Carrie Elwes as as uh, kind of the romantic lead in, in in the story, 
Robin Wright plays the the Princess Bride. She's 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 the title character. Mandy Patinkin's in it. Um, he plays his character named Inigo Montoya, and um, Wallace Shawn, Andre the Giant, um, Billy Crystal, and Carol Kane play particularly memorable roles. Anyway, Christopher Guest is in it. He plays the villain or one of the villains, and uh, I just absolutely adore this movie. So. If you've seen The Princess Bride here, you've got a chance to revisit it. And if you've never seen it, please do yourself a favor and watch The Princess Bride on Disney+. Plus. Next, uh, on on, uh, on tomorrow, on May 2nd, Disney Plus is debuting uh, the Disney action film John Carter. Uh, this film came out in, in uh, 2012. And it was really, um, it bombed in, the, in theaters. Uh, let's talk about it for a minute. If if uh, if you haven't seen it, maybe maybe you did see it and and and, and you didn't like it. I it's not the I it's not my favorite film. Let's just put it that way. I think it's it's, it's got some it's got some issues, but uh, it's it's an adaptation of of a of a fantasy book by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote uh, the Tarzan books. He was an, an American author, American fiction author, and um, he wrote this series of stories about this this character named John Carter, who it's he's a Civil War veteran, and magically he gets transported to Mars, and the, you know the, as in the planet Mars, and there is the civilization and all this drama going on, and uh, so it's like this fish out of water story. But there's all the, the, all this drama going on. The actual book that this that this film is adapted from, the title of the book was called "The Princess of Mars." Here we've got another princess <laughs> thing going on, and it's a perfectly fun science science fiction book. Uh, uh, but uh, the uh, this this film adaptation was really ambitious. It's directed by Andrew Stanton. Andrew Stanton uh, had spent most of his career prior to this film working in animation. He he's 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 uh, he works at Pixar, and and uh, he he's directed a lot of great stuff at Pixar, including uh, Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, uh, which he did you know after after John Carter kind of bombed, but. Uh, John Carter, I think, I thought again they they tried hard and and there's 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 lots to like. The production design is quite interesting, and, and there's some good action. Um, I just almost felt like Disney didn't go bold enough with it, uh, in, in their adaptation. Uh, again, it's it's just. It's is it's mixed. So let's let, we'll, we'll call it that. But it's new to Disney Plus, so if you if you're needing something new to watch, uh, it it could be a, a a pleasant a pleasant diversion for you. Next up is on on uh, May the fourth. So as as you know, May the fourth is uh, has been really kind of adopted as Star Wars Day. Uh, 
because of, you know, the statement, may the force be with you. So, you know, may the fourth be with you, uh, you know, hearty, har, har. But uh, hello, Star Wars Day, though. I mean, which I think is awesome. The uh, most recent film, uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which came out in December of 2019, they're putting that on Disney+. Plus. So that's kind of early, I think, and probably we can thank uh, COVID-19 for that one. Uh, it's been available for... Uh, to purchase, you know, on digital, and uh, for the last few weeks. But anyway, it's going on Disney Plus on May fourth. So, so uh, as of as of May fourth, you're going to be able to watch all nine of this of of the Skywalker Saga, as they're calling it, films of those episodic Star Wars films, and you can also see. Uh, you know, Rogue One and, and, and Solo, those Star Wars story films, and and uh, but but uh, I'm excited. I probably will be watching The Rise of Skywalker on May 4th, uh, and uh, I and I, I might even do a, a special Star Wars episode. We'll see what happens over the next over the next uh, few days. But looking forward to seeing Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker again on 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 May 4th. I I haven't watched it since it's been available uh at home i so anyway it'll be it'll be good to revisit it and 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 we'll see and we'll see what i think about a few months a few months later after after my initial viewings so again three new films this week on disney plus to check out and also you know there is a whole bunch of new content coming on disney plus too they've got a whole bunch of like disney channel movies and some other movies which i haven't talked about these were these are the three that i thought were um, the standout films to look out for the next week. So The Princess Bride today on May 1st, John Carter on May 2nd, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker on May 4th. So now let's talk about some random films that are coming on Disney Plus. And I'm calling them random. I was trying to pick a category that could possibly be interesting to explore, to to uh, put a list together of, of some 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 different types of films to watch. I picked uh, ten films that are currently on Disney Plus that have won an Academy Award, and they're all from different categories, which I'll which I'll. Uh, Describe as 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 we're moving through this list, but these are ten films you you know you probably heard about most of them. Well, or, or, you know, or maybe not, but films that I think that maybe you sh- you know you should consider adding to your 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 watch list on Disney Plus if you haven't already watched them, or or, or again perhaps you haven't really um, seen them or thought about them. So these are going to be in chronological order of their release date. And and uh, and then I'll talk about the Academy Award too. So first up is is the the uh, one that started it all and the, really the the fairest one of all uh, still in, in my opinion, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs from 1937. I know this is a film I've talked about, but uh, this film won an honorary Academy Award. And I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of it. Uh, of Walt Disney receiving this award is actually pretty cute. 
the child actress Shirley Temple, you know, a child actress back in the day, she awarded it to Walt Disney, but it's it's got one Oscar and then um, seven little Oscars attached to this wood, this 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 stylized wood base that they um, gave, you know, that they've they the award that actually that they gave him. I've seen the award. It's on display at the Walt Disney Family Museum in in uh, San Francisco, California, and it's 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 pretty cool. But I'll put a link to a picture, or I might even even actually put the picture too on on the uh, podcast notes on my blog, so you can you can check it out. But Snow White, uh, I it's it, it's such a it's such a terrific film. I think it still holds up remarkably well, as I've talked about in the past, and I think as other people probably mentioned too, I think Snow White's voice is not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, I, I like it. I, I find it charming and it definitely, you know, of the time period, but um, I, 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 I like it. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. And I just think this film is so full of 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 optimism and and uh that i think would probably be the reason why i would recommend watching it is is uh it's just amazingly optimistic tone which is something that we could use use use, use a lot of right now so uh snow White and the seven doors from 1937 next up is is uh we got a couple of films actually from 1954 first is a dramatic film is 20,000 leagues under the sea and this is a live action film, and one of the first live action feature films that 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 was produced at Walt Disney Productions. And holy smokes, they hit it out of the park! And I know I've talked about this film too before, but it is so outstanding and holds up so well. It won two Academy Awards. It won uh, for best art direction for a color film, and then best visual effects and it's it earned both i think because the art direction is is outstanding and the the special effects for 1954 and for not using any computers you know anything i think a lot of it was done with camera tricks with miniatures and then with you know just with practical effects it's really really terrific and uh, really interesting film you know stars james mason as the crazy captain nemo or maybe we should just say misunderstood Captain Nemo, right? But although he was pretty crazy, um, uh, Kurt Russell's in it. Uh, it just—it's a giant squid, <laughs> and the pretty much the coolest submarine ever made. The Nautilus that they designed for this movie is is just is just the tops. So, so uh, twenty thousand under the leagues under the sea from nineteen fifty four. This other 1954 movie actually is a documentary, and it's called *The Vanishing Prairie*, and it was one of the first true life documentaries, as they used to be called, or true life adventures uh, that that the Walt Disney Studios put out. And uh, it won the Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature. It's if you've seen, haven't seen any of these Disney nature films, I mean, these true life adventure films that now have been replaced in in our modern day with with the Disney nature brand. A lot of those are on Disney Plus too. We're not going to be hitting talking about any of those uh, in this list, but still, 
filming nature documentaries has been has been a part of the Disney DNA for decades. And this is really the film that started it all. It's narrated by uh, Winston Hibbler, who who worked at the Disney Studios for, for many years, I think in a variety of capacities. But he uh, has you know pretty distinctive voice. Really, what's what's amazing is they got some, of course, some amazing photography, and they put they put just really charming narratives around this around these stories. And so, you know, this movie is created, of course, with this outstanding nature photography, but then uh, it's made in the editing room. I mean, of course, all films are, but they do such. I think it's such a compelling job. By just creating these these little stories about about these about these different animals and the situations that that, that they're in, the Vanishing Prairie is is set uh, on the American Prairie, and vanishing in that, uh, you know, civilization just keeps spreading, and 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 uh, human civilization, that is, and you know the, the animals are are having to adapt around that. But they don't use a. It's not heavy-handed, uh, with you know their environmental message, and it's got uh, again just this amazing photography, and also some fun some fun animation art that's put that's put in in some of it too. But I think definitely worthy of best documentary feature, and de- definitely worth checking out if you if you haven't. It's a movie of its time period, but but. Uh, but something interesting and maybe something kind of random that you wouldn't have considered to watch on Disney+. Plus. All right, next up, this is hopefully a film that you've all heard of, but uh, it's from 1964. It's Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins just, just killed it at the Oscars. Um, Julie Andrews won a Best Actress Oscar for it, uh, won Best Film Editing, Best Original Score, Best Original Song, which is Chim Chim Cherie, and Best Visual Effects. And yes, yes, and yes, I mean, totally worthy Mary Poppins is, is probably one of the finest films made at the Walt Disney Studios and really brings together just so many of the disciplines. Uh, of course, their, their uh, live-action film, the, the, uh, the, the original music written by uh, the great Sherman Brothers, the uh, uh, terrific animation sequence, that that's in it so you know collaborative with with uh with the folks at walt disney animation studios as we know it now and then again how can you beat it with with that amazing cast julie andrews and dick van dyke and david tomlinson and glennis johns and those darling kids and and uh it was it was all filmed on on the at the disney studio lot in burbank and uh they named one of the sound stages after julie andrews um, you know, not too terribly long ago, but it's 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 wonderful just to see those practical sets and just know that they they just there they were in California filming filming this filming this timeless and wonderful movie. It's just a movie that's just gonna make you smile, maybe make you cry a little bit, and and uh, but one one to to bring bring some joy into your home. So. Definitely check out Mary Poppins from 1964 if if that's one you haven't watched yet on Disney+. Plus. Okay, now for something completely different. This is from 1989. Uh, it's the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And 
this also has an interesting combination of live action and animation, but all done in a very different way. It It's the winner of three Academy Awards. It won for Best Film Editing, Best Sound Editing, and Best Special Effects. This film, actually, I find it quite remarkable. It's directed by the great Robert Zemeckis, uh, and it it's a it's about it, it's it sets up this 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 uh, premise that the uh, the cartoon world and the human world live in parallel, and and uh, there's a dete- a human detective named Eddie Valiant who um, is played by Bob Hoskins, and it uh, he he does the Toontown beat. <laughs> so all the cartoons live in this area. You go through this tunnel in Hollywood and it's Toontown. Uh, and, uh, but then they also interact with it, 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 with the human world. It's set in, in, uh, you know, the 1940s. So it's got a, a, a real, that kind of cool vibe of that, of that, um, time period or at least the romantic you know a, a more a romanticized version of that of that time period uh, and and uh it's so it's so fun Christopher Lloyd plays the bad guy and and uh this got it's got a lot of memorable a lot of memorable stuff including the one time where both Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny are on the screen at the same time together so they, they were able to get permission. Disney was able to get permission in cooperation with a lot of different, uh, uh, you know, intellectual property owners and many, many major cartoon stars that were kind of in feature films of the day, of the day uh, or in, you know, in short, in short films were uh, <laughs> play a role, play a role in it. What's really amazing, and again, I think why you know one of the, one of these technical Academy Awards is is too. It, it's not a movie with 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 heavy computer generated effects. They they uh, used just a lot of classic techniques to bring the animated uh, characters in in uh, into play with with the the human characters with a lot of um, very inventive. Uh, use of, of, of props and things um, t- totally worth checking out if nothing else just just because it's a bit of a technical marvel of if if, uh, if you're really looking at how they how they made it and plus I just think it's a very entertaining and a very funny film so who framed Roger Rabbit from 1989 okay these next ones um, I think you probably are probably pretty well pretty well known. But but uh, worth worth I think worthy additions to the list. Uh, it's the Little Mermaid from 1989. Uh, it's the, of course the, the the great animated film. It won Best Original Score and Best Original Song uh, for and it, this the awards went to Alan Menken. So this was just the start of Alan Menken's monster run in the nineties <laughs> with the Oscars because pretty much every Disney film that he worked on after that, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, um, uh, Pocahontas, etc., got best original score and best original song. 
the uh, you know all of these animated musicals for Disney were were uh, monster hits and 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 then of course award winning. So I just listed the Little Mermaid because it was the first one that really started the run, and it's terrific. I mean, what's what's you know the Little Mermaid has got such uh, such great songs, such delightful animation, uh, such a such a such a fun and entertaining story. Um, what's not to like? So if you haven't watched the Little Mermaid in a while, uh, you might want to consider adding that back back to your list, uh, back on your list. So then we've got. Uh, the original Toy Story from 1995. Now, of course, some of these other Toy Story films, there have been four of them now, uh, have won Academy Awards. But most recently, Toy Story 4 won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, which I was actually really happy about. I, th I thought it was definitely deserving. Um, the films are also, they're so good. But uh, Toy Story from 1995 got a Special Achievement Award, not unlike what Snow White got, Back back in in the day in 1937, since Toy Story was the first film that was completely animated from start to finish with uh, you know with, using computer generated uh, imagery, so uh, and it's just it's such a good film. I mean, you, you when you compare the animation from Toy Story from you know the 1995 story Toy Story to Toy Story 4 and when you'll actually look at you know Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3 too but the uh you look at the amazing advances that have happened with 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 the tools that they use uh there at Pixar and I guess you know in the industry generally but still Toy Story is special and and you can just see why why it's such a, it's such a beloved film uh i never tire of it i think i think it's just one of the great buddy films and and also just just uh uh just a delight to watch so toy story from 1995 the uh the first disney film to to uh, capture the best animated feature academy award was actually a pixar film <laughs> and it's finding nemo so the next on the list is finding nemo from 2003 this is directed again by Andrew Stan, who we talked about earlier about who had, who directed um, John Carter, that live action film John Carter. But Finding Nemo is 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 terrific as a terrific film, and I think one of the things I just love about Finding Nemo is is the animation. Clearly, it's a very charming and compelling story, but those underwater animated scenes are just. Uh, pure Pixar magic. I mean, I, I, you know, I call I call the filmmakers at Pixar Animation Studios magicians because I think they just they create these most amazing environments for their films that are so incredibly beautiful and and that are just are so spot on. The colors all look so good together and blend so well, and the character designs are so good and. And then, of course, their incredible attention to detail, which for the most part just is delivered, you know, just solid film after solid film for, for that studio. So I love Finding Nemo and uh, definitely worthy of the best animated feature and, and hopefully 
worth your time. There's the sequel, Finding Dory, is also super fun, but but I think it's hard to beat uh, Finding Nemo. Okay, this next film, <laughs> maybe it's a bit of a stretch because I I think these films are a little hit and miss, but it's Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest in 2006. It won the Academy Award for uh, best visual effects, and and uh, which it totally deserved. So this was the second film in this Pirates of the Caribbean series that Disney's put together, starring Johnny Depp as 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 Captain Jack Sparrow, and uh, they Disney filmed these the uh, second and third films. Kind of back to back, if I if I, if I remember correctly, um, it's Pirates, this Dead Man's Chest, and then uh, At World's End came out um, a year or two after after that, and these films are kind of overblown and really a bit of a mess, and also quite convoluted. However, the Johnny Depp's performance is is makes these fun, and the visual effects, I think, particularly in Dead Man's Chest. Are pretty stunning. Uh, the character of Davy Jones, who's the, who's the who's the big you know the big bad guy, and of course Davy Jones' locker, which is kind of the, you know the, the underwater burial site for for sailors for pirates. But uh, they have reimagined him in the, in this film series to have like this squid face, and it's a bit horrific, but also it's super cool. And just all these, all these kind of crazy characters in this film, and and uh, just really, of course, well deserving of, of of the best visual effects award that it that it got. And and uh, again, something maybe fun to watch. Uh, I think now, so I think that the fun, one of the one of these latter pirate as the Caribbean movies is coming to Disney Plus again this month. So all of them are going to be out there now. If you really want to get hardcore and watch all these, I can't say I recommend that. But Pirates of the Caribbean, Death Men Chest, I think there's enough entertainment in there that uh, hopefully it, it, it might be fun. Now, really, I mean, I think talking to Pirates of the Caribbean, just, you know, for what it's worth, I think that the, 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 the first one, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, I mean, that's really the one to watch. It didn't win an Academy Award, but it, that one's... Um, I think such solid entertainment from start to finish where these other ones are, are, are a bit hit and miss, but anyway, uh, for what it's worth. Okay. And then our final one in, in, in our list of 10 Academy award winning Disney films on Disney plus to consider watching is toy story four, which I've already talked about. But as I mentioned, it's, it was the winner, uh, this, this, uh, uh, last Academy Awards of Best Animated Feature, and uh, it's definitely it's definitely worthy and uh, such such a beautiful such an entertaining film. I thought when I heard about this project that we needed you know like we need another Toy Story film like we need a hole in the head. I mean, two, Toy Story three had such a classic and uh, satisfying ending to this uh kind of story arc or series of you know about about these toys that are dealing with with their their kid andy you know growing up and growing out of of uh playing with them 
and and uh, you know in, in Toy Story three, Andy goes off to college. Uh, Toy Story four, though, it's it's takes a really interesting turn with the characters and it it really worked i, I again I, I i was skeptical and 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 left the film just 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 absolutely in in awe again of of, of the filmmakers of pixar and just also just what a what a what a great piece of entertainment it is so definitely check out toy story 4 on disney plus if 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 uh if you're interested. So let me just give you the recap of this list again. Just 10 random films on Disney Plus that are Academy Award winners that I think you should check out. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, The Vanishing Prairie, Mary Poppins, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Little Mermaid, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and Toy Story 4. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Again, links and more information about all of the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. As always, I hope you will enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or present. Please be safe, stay well, and until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll hopefully see you at the movies soon.